Hey, here is Natalia, and you're listening to another episode of my podcast, where we continue talking about native life fluency. In addition to the longer episodes that I have on my podcast, I decided to share some random thoughts that I have. They're not less important than the long and structured messages that I have for you, but they're slightly different. They're always spontaneous, and I myself practice spontaneous speaking skills when I record these messages for you. I record them on a whim, most often. And most often they're inspired by my students, but by what they say, by how they learn, and by what they achieve. So these are not entirely random messages. They're always relevant, because this is my work experience, and these are the thoughts and the ideas that help me grow in my work and that help other students learn. So from now on, you can enjoy shorter episodes on my podcast. You can listen to a, vo- to a voice message from me while taking a morning walk, walking your dog, or doing your laundry. I don't really know how you like to listen to information, how you listen to audiobooks, podcasts, or audio messages from people. I personally like to be on the move when I listen to audiobooks and podcasts. I can't sit still and listen. If you want to discuss the podcast, make sure you join the community of practice where you can see all the show notes, all the links that I mentioned, and where you can join the conversation. Today, I want to talk to you about the importance of inner state and why it matters if your goal is native language fluency. Let's dive right into it. The reason why I'm speaking about the importance of inner state so often is that native-like fluency, for most people, when they hear this word and when they set the goal for themselves to achieve native-like fluency, means confidence in spontaneous interactions in English. Native-like fluency and spontaneity are interconnected. There is very direct correlation. We can't say that they're synonymous <laughs> because native-like fluency means reading fluency, writing fluency, listening fluency, thinking fluency, speaking fluency, of course. But everyone is primarily interested in being and becoming a confident speaker when they speak English which means they want to feel confident that they understand, they want to feel confident that they can reply timely and in correct English. They want to be confident that they can use correct grammatical constructs to express their meaning. They also want to be very confident that they are an eloquent speaker. Everybody wants to sound like an eloquent, educated speaker because everybody wants to learn to communicate their ideas with clarity. And everybody wants to do it spontaneously. When people hear the word native language fluency, they do not imagine a conference. They do not imagine a tat talk, meaning they do not imagine sleepless nights that they spend preparing their speech. You can prepare one speech in English. For many people, it's going to take a different amount of time, but you can Learn it by heart, prepare it, find a coach, and make sure that your inflections, your choice of words, your pronunciation, your accent is perfect. 
You can't do this one time for an event. But when we speak about native life fluency, we're talking about the skill of being able to do it any time. And any day. Any minute. You want to be prepared, even if you're not prepared. You want to be spontaneous and feel confident about yourself. You want to be relaxed, meaning you don't tense every time people ask you a question, but focused at the same time. When you're relaxed and focused, it means that when somebody asks a question that you haven't expected, you have enough focus to hear and understand every single word that they're saying. You are not worried or anxious, so those emotions are not blocking your understanding. You feel confident that you can understand, and you actually understand what people are asking. And you feel confident that you can reply without having to think about every single word you're going to say in a minute, or in a second, or in a split second. Native-like fluency means putting a lot of effort effortlessly. And that takes practice and training. But my point that I'm trying to drive home is that when we talk about native-like fluency, we are talking about spontaneous communication, spontaneous speaking skills in English. And that's the reason I self-correct all the time. I listen to myself speak spontaneously, and this is how I give feedback to myself what has become my norm and what hasn't become my norm yet. Because if I uh, find myself um, going back to old patterns that I should have unlearned by now, okay, there's, there's some more work for me to do. And when I listen to myself and I like what I'm hearing, it means, okay, I've done enough work here. I've done some good work here. I didn't mean to say enough, but probably enough for this specific word combination or for this specific construct. And if you want to be spontaneous and confident and focused and relaxed, it's not about the amount of word. It's not about the number of words that you know. It's not about the number of grammar rules that you have learned. It's not about how much you can memorize. Everybody seems to be so fixated on working on their memory, on their memory skills. It's not about that. It, it's not about learning something that you can use, like memorizing something so that you can pull that out at the right moment. Actually, when you are spontaneous and when you are in the state of flow, you don't even think about the words. They just come to you. You don't think about grammar. You don't choose your words. You don't translate them. You, there is there is no mental process that is blocking your communication because all these processes actually block the process of energy exchange and information exchange and relationship building. You don't think about words at all. You just, you notice how they come and you become aware of the words that you're using as you're using them, as you're vocalizing your thoughts. To achieve that state and to achieve, the, to, get, to become better at this skill, to achieve native-like fluency, I can say, 
You have to take care of your inner state. There is no other way around it. You should be working with yourself and you should be preparing yourself rather than learning more words and preparing correct sentences all the time. Of course, it's a good exercise to actually sit down and write the sentences that you want to use uh, during the meeting tomorrow. Because if you don't write them down, you have, you have no idea how to build a good sentence. It is a good practice to write good sentences for yourself that you can use in the future. And to actually learn to use those correct grammatical constructs. Because the only reason you don't use those correct sentences is that you have never spent the time to actually learn what a good sentence looks like and what it sounds like and where your subject should be and what verbs you should use and what it means that your verbs should agree, etc., etc. It actually is a good practice to sit down and pay deliberate attention to that so that you teach yourself to think in sentences and so that you teach yourself to think in correct sentences. So many people think in ideas and their ideas are not structured at all. So when they start speaking, you have to listen to all those ideas that are not even shaped as good sentences. And as a listener, you're given a job to figure out what these ideas mean and how they're connected and how they should be connected. It's not very enjoyable, especially if you're listen to, listening to someone for an extended period of time. And this is why spontaneous presentations are so painful. This is why taking questions spontaneously at the end of your speech is so painful because you feel you're not prepared. You feel like you're very vulnerable. You feel like you, you know, you're disarmed. And I, I, I know this. I know this from experience. And this is when I experienced this myself, I made a decision to practice specifically that being okay with being not prepared. And instead of preparing my speech, I started working on preparing myself. If we translate it to the language of everyday actions and thoughts, what is inner state? I recorded a video earlier where I showed you um, how I play with my cat and how it plays with my earrings. But basically, my idea was that you need to know what brings you, um, what puts you in the right state. For me, it's drawing. For me, it's working out. For me, it's music. For me, it's being in nature and taking long walks. What is it for you? I'm not saying that this is it, but that's a very important part of working on your inner state. You need to know what inner state you're working on, like what is it that you want to achieve? For me, it's being relaxed, but focused and confident. Maybe you want to achieve something else. Maybe you want to correct this definition. What is it that you're trying to achieve? And then explore the things that you do throughout your day that put you there automatically. You don't have to create anything new. You don't have to try power yoga you don't have to try i don't know something that you've never tried before to find that inner state because every time you try a new thing um well it's a different process when you try something new but you have to find something familiar enough simple enough that can put you in the right state start here start exploring this this is just one part. And another big part of working on your inner state is concentration and focus. How long can you keep your focus? How sharp is your focus? But that's a different story. I'm going to probably record a different video, a different message. 
on concentration and focus, but start here. And feel free to reply to this message. How, what is your relationship with spontaneous speaking skills and spontaneous conversations?